Today we're going to be talking about the top 10 traits of a good drawstring bucket bag. So get ready, let's go shopping. <laughs> Welcome to the Pebbled Leather Podcast, where we love smooth and pebbled leathers. My name is Lisa Goddard, and I can't seem to stop talking about leather bags. Be sure to subscribe. I post new episodes every Wednesday. The title of today's episode is the top 10 traits of a good drawstring bucket bag. So grab your leather bag and let's see if it holds up. guys I hope you are doing well thank you so much for joining me again this week for another episode I'm so excited today to talk about drawstring bucket bags and I feel like this is the perfect time of year to talk about them <laughs> because for some reason I'm really into them right now because it's spring and I find myself always gravitating toward a drawstring bucket bag in spring and fall. I don't know why, but those two seasons, I just absolutely love to carry a bucket bag. I just think they go well with the spring and they go well with the fall. And yeah, I thought this is the perfect time to talk about them. Now, I just want to clarify that a drawstring bucket bag is different than just a regular bucket bag. And today I want to talk about the drawstring bucket bag. So I love both, but the regular bucket bag is kind of more just like that. It's just like a bucket. It's more of like a north-south kind of dimension and yeah, very basic, but very classic and always versatile, always, you know, good to carry. But the drawstring bucket bag is usually a little bit smaller. It's not as tall. It is taller than it is wide generally, but, um, it cinches at the top. It has a drawstring and that really gives it um, a really pretty and flattering silhouette, one that you don't see as often. Um, and it's certainly been around forever. The drawstring bucket bag has been around for decades. People have loved it and it's not going away because it is such a classic. And, you know, it gets reinvented every season and it gets reinvented by every a designer, but there's so many good classics that um, just show that this type of bag has really withstood the test of time. So if you haven't yet added a drawstring bucket bag to your collection, you know, maybe after listening to this episode, you'll be interested in doing so. And if you do have a drawstring bucket bag in your collection, I would love to see if it's if it hits these points um, that I'm about to mention. So I sat around and I thought about, you know, what are the top 10 things I would look for when selecting a drawstring bucket bag? And so I'll go through the order or go through them in no particular order, okay? <laughs> so one of the first things I personally look for is to see if the bag has grommets. And grommets are metal reinforcement around a hole. And I look for grommets in a drawstring bucket bag because I feel that it's going to give the bag durability over time. It's going to give 
ease of movement to that drawstring. Um, it's also, it elevates the bag a little bit more. It's more of a classy look and a little less rustic. Um, but not everybody agrees with me. I know I was talking to some people in um, a forum that I belong to online. It's actually called Leather Bag Chat. And it's on Facebook. It was started by my friend Margot. It really is a fun place just for like-minded people to come together and chat. So, um, you know, please look that up on Facebook and join us. Um, but not everybody agrees with me. <laughs> in fact, Kristen was telling me that she really prefers no grommets and she hasn't seen any negatives to that. So maybe it is, um, maybe it's more of an aesthetic for me than it is functionality, but I could see it also being functional just because you don't want, um, at least in my preference, I wouldn't want too much leather rubbing on leather. I sort of like the idea of the the drawstring closure to go through the grommet, but that's just that's just my personal taste. That's what I look for, and I would say of all the bucket bags that are out there, I feel like it's really split down the middle. You know, like half of them have grommets and half of them don't. So whatever you choose, I'm sure you're going to be able to find uh, one that is to your style. The second thing I I look for with a drawstring bucket bag is for a good drape. And by a good drape, I mean, like, I want it to hang a certain way, and I want it to sit a certain way, and I want that leather to kind of bubble in a certain place and fold in in another place. That's how I would describe drape. It's kind of a bit nebulous to describe, but it is an aesthetic thing that I look for. Does it have good drape? And the more you load a bag up with content, the less it's going to be able to drape. So that's another factor to consider. You wanna put some you know, sample packet, test packet when you're in the store if possible, and see does it still have good drape even when it's loaded up with all your essentials that you carry. So that's something I always look for. And then part of that is a point that a um, a person in leather bag chat brought up to me, Suzanne was mentioning that she's looking for a drawstring bucket bag that is one piece construction, and she hasn't been able to find it. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's really interesting because I talk all the time about how I love one piece construction tote bags, but I never considered never considered it for the drawstring bucket bag. And she said it's very hard to find. She's never found it yet. So please, you guys, DM me over on Instagram at Lisa Loves Leather. I want to know if you ever encounter a one-piece construction um, drawstring bucket bag. And I'm sure that that's going to affect the way the bag sits, the way the bag hangs, essentially the way the bag drapes. Um, she also felt that if such a thing existed, it would be more comfortable against the body. Um, it would probably have more squish factor, right? Like, you know, it wouldn't be as um, maybe structured. So I don't know. That's just something to consider. But good drape is the second thing I look for. The third thing I look for is full grain. As you know, always looking for full grain leather. That's my preferred um type of leather it's you know unfortunately the most expensive but it is the most durable now i talked to you in the last episode about how when i'm looking at full grain leather that's in a tote bag 
I think it's probably reasonable to pay about 18 cents per cubic um, inch of volume. But with the drawstring bucket bag, since those tend to be a little bit smaller, there's a little bit more maybe complexity of design going into it. I don't know, maybe, yeah, I would say there probably is. Um, I would say there probably about 23 cents per cubic inch is probably a good rule of thumb for how much you should spend. Number four, I love this. I feel that the hardware should have a hook in such a way that you could put on your own shoulder strap. Most of the time, the bucket bags I see are crossbody bags, and they will either have removable, adjustable straps, or maybe not at all. Maybe they're just, you know, you can't adjust them, you can't take them off, that's possible. But I love to see a place where I could at least hook up my own separate strap and convert it into a shoulder bag if I wanted, because I really think that elevates the look of a bucket bag if you can also put it on your shoulder. It can also look really cute if you put a shorter strap on the bag so that you have a handle strap in addition to the crossbody strap that might be on it. So look for hardware where you can attach a extra strap if it doesn't come with a shoulder strap or a handle strap. Sometimes you know, a bag will have inside like a key fob um, or or even better actually, and this would probably be more symmetrical <laughs> for hanging, but if where those crossbody straps attach, you know, if they attach with some metal, uh, that would be a great place to hopefully hang a shoulder strap. And then you can usually just tuck in the crossbody strap into the bottom of the bag. The fifth thing I look for is adjustable crossbody strap. <laughs> I know I just talked about that, but I feel that that is very important because right now, I don't know if you've noticed, but bags tend to, the trend anyway, is to have your bag sitting up a little bit higher. Um, even if it's a crossbody, it's just it's just up higher. And I can remember it wasn't that many years ago where crossbody bags were really worn much lower. And even years before that, they were really worn low. But right now the pendulum has swung the other way and crossbody bags tend to sit a little bit higher. But it's good if you can have flexibility to change that over the years so that as trends come and go, or depending on your outfit, or depending on what you're doing, or even if you're going to resell, you know, you might resell to a person who has a different stature than you and needs adjustment in that crossbody strap. So look for that if you can. I feel that the sweet spot length for a crossbody strap is somewhere between 30 and 54 inches in length. If you can get that, I feel that you're going to really have a versatile um, bag. Number six, a thing I look for with the drawstring bucket bag is to see if it has a nice shape when it's not fully cinched. Because personally, when I carry a drawstring bucket bag, <clears throat> excuse me, I never, I never cinch it completely. I don't like the look of a really tightly cinched drawstring bucket bag. I prefer just a gentle cinching just barely if you will sometimes I like it to be even completely open but it usually cinches a little bit naturally on its own because of the the tie there but um 
I think that's something to look for. You know, can does it does it look pretty? Does it look nice when it's not completely cinched? Some bucket bags, unless you cinch them completely, will look really sloppy. Um, so that's something to consider. And then point number seven, I also like to see, does the bag sit up nicely on its own? Because a cute little bucket bag or a cute medium-sized bucket bag or even a large bucket bag, you might go somewhere and you're going to place it on a table or you're going to even place it on the chair beside you or whatever the case or hang it you know, behind you. You want it to look nice but I really wanna see how it sits on its own when it's on a flat surface because some bucket bags, they're, I don't know if it's the way they're constructed, but it'll, they'll just flop over and all your content spills out. And I don't like that. So I have to do that test. Um, and, and you can do it you know, in store even if you don't load all your stuff into it. I think sometimes when you load things into a bag, it's more likely actually to sit up because it, I don't know, it's just like, you know, it's around your content, so it's going to sit up a little bit more, but I don't know, definitely check to see, does it sit up nicely on your on its own, even when it's empty? Because when it's empty, it's going to be in storage, right? And maybe you're sitting it on a shelf in your closet, and you want it to sit nicely, otherwise it's going to get misshapen over time. Point number eight, <laughs> this is something to consider, is the drawstring the same thickness as the bag? I think it should be exact same thickness. If it is thicker than the bag itself, then it's not going to be very flexible. It's going to be too rough and it could definitely wear the leather of your bag if you don't have those grommets. And yet, if the drawstring is made of thinner leather than the bag itself, I've seen that too, well then it just looks cheap and it's not going to last as long. That's going to be the first thing that goes because the drawstring is used the most. Every time you, you know, get in and out of that bag, you got to move that drawstring a little bit. So I think it's very important that the drawstring be made of the same type of leather as the bag, the same thickness. I'm not looking for anything more or anything less. I want it to be exactly as the bag. Point number nine, always look for solid brass hardware, you guys. And like I said, if you can get any extras in there, like a key fob or anything like that, that's awesome. <laughs> and then number 10, I want to talk about the sweet spot dimensions, at least in my opinion, for a drawstring bucket bag. I have found that I love a height of about 11 inches, a width of about 10 inches, a depth of about six inches, and I really feel that an ovular shaped base is the way to go. I have tried bucket bags that had a circular base, and I don't know if they just didn't sit against my person quite the way I wanted, maybe because it was a circle, I'm not sure, but those bags ended up getting sold, and I find that my bucket bags with an ovular base are the ones I'm more drawn to and the ones I keep. So that is my list of top 10 traits of a drawstring bucket bag. If I have skipped anything or missed anything, please let me know. Again, a great way to reach out to me is to DM me on Instagram at Lisa Loves Leather.
Thanks for listening to the Pebbled Leather Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode on the top 10 traits of a drawstring bucket bag. We'll keep going with this type of series, so please give me some suggestions if there's any particular style bag that you would like me to uh, go over. I'm looking forward to doing as many as I can. (laughs) Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Lisa Loves Leather. Watch my bag reviews at youtube.com slash Lisa Goddard. I'll see you on Wednesday for our next episode. And in the meantime, please spread the word, tell your friends to tune in. And until then, keep loving that leather bag. (laughs) Bye everyone.